All right, hello everybody. Welcome to Chapter 11. I had to think for a second. Chapter 11 of Callahan's Corner. Um, I'm your host, Dan Callahan, and today we got another special guest. I mean, I'm trying to make these surprises. People keep predicting who the guest is going to be for some reason. I don't know how. I guess we're psychic, but... We got Ethan Madiak. Ethan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's it's a pleasure to be here. I'm really excited. This is the first time I've done anything like this, and I think it's going to be a pretty neat experience. And uh, so yeah, I'm I'm ready to get into it. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, you, you want to tell the audience how you know me real quick, like our relationship? Uh, yeah. I mean, it goes way back. I I'd say from the start of kindergarten, we've we've played sports together our entire life. Um, right. Our parents were like really close and so we were always hanging out at each other's houses when we were younger yeah um the trampoline and everything going over yeah, to danny's last yeah, yeah yeah watching wwe too sometimes yeah i mean so right. i i've known you since longer than For i just about as long as i've known my <laughs> little brother so right. i mean yeah about yeah. 15 years yeah, yeah yeah so it's pretty crazy crazy so yeah when you watch wwe who's your favorite wrestler who's my favorite um well <laughs> like back in the day back in the day i used to like the guy with all the piercings but i can't remember his name <laughs> like uh are you talking uh, about jeff hardy like um, paint guy or, well no, yeah, he didn't he, have piercings uh, what's his name i just saw i just saw um uh, a YouTube video. Of some you know, there's this app called Cameo, right? And you can pay. Right. You can pay like uh, celebrities like money to like se- like to send yourself a message, whether it's like a yeah. birthday message or something oh, like that. Cool. And and I saw some YouTuber doing it. I can't remember who. And and he picked him. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I know who that is. But right. uh, yeah, it's been now. Ages. His like yeah, not slipping your yeah yeah yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like John Cena too. I, I went to uh, Monday Night Raw once. Uh, yeah. Yeah. John Cena lost to uh, I think what was his name Sheamus or something. Yeah. 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 yeah he was big super back in the pale, day. Yeah. yeah super <laughs> pale. Yeah. Super Massive pale. dude. Yeah. Kind of, kind of made you like uncomfortable how pale he was really? sometimes. Yeah. yeah. When he when he pulled up in like a speedo and like just yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not I'm not too tan myself, but yeah, that was definitely uh, yeah pretty scary stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd say yeah. so. It's yeah. kind of weird, but mm-hmm. yeah. So okay, so you went to St. Andrews with me, right? Yeah, like yeah. K to eight, and yeah. then when we went to high school, like, yeah, you were originally going to go to water school, yeah. and then yeah. you decided, which is a private school for the viewers, like if it, if you don't know that, but you went to public school, yeah, then, right? Yeah, like, where did you go to high school again? I I went to Upper Arlington High School. Um, I moved to a new house, so it was just more you know economical that way that I go to Upper Arlington, right? Um, yeah, it's, it's great school. It's definitely something interesting, you know, really? uh, moving schools. I had like, you know, I only knew like a couple people at Upper Arlington right. and, I, and I had always heard and, you know, I'd interacted with them since I was a kid cause St. Andrews is in Upper Arlington. Yeah. So like, you know, some of the kids and you always think like, you know, they kind of hold themselves higher than everyone else. So right. it's like, yeah. so I was definitely like intimidated when I was going into really? uh, Upper Arlington. Yeah. I, so yeah. It was it was definitely a kind of crazy experience. I, I mainly laid low, right. you know. Like when I first like went to UA, I tried to. Were you like, pretty shy and stuff. Uh, or? I wasn't shy in my classroom settings. Because okay. I don't think I'm a very shy person. Right. I mean, I, it depends. I have my moments, but uh, like, uh, in terms of like hanging out with people outside of school right. or like trying things like that, I was like more afraid to do things like that and make right. that move because I was just like you know it's I a completely new yeah, it, and yeah it's and it's a completely different thing you know from being friends in school than out of school and you just meet these people so you don't really know where you're at 
Right. Yeah, so I only know I only knew like three or four people. I knew like Jack Castetter, yeah. Max Byrne, and Jeremy O'Sullivan. Right. So all people we went to uh, uh, U or uh, St. Andrews. Yeah, and then they left yeah. to go to UA. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. So I definitely laid low at first, but um, yeah. So that was my transfer story. But um, I mean, do you want to know any more about that? Yeah. Or? Well. Yeah. Uh, so like. Was that, uh, what was the main differences you noticed between, like, private school and public school? Okay, let's talk about history. Like, I, okay, so I'd say in private school, people, you know, you get close relationships with everyone in your class, so I guess, I would, I would say that there's, like, you know, people don't really care, there is, like, (laughs) popularity, but, like, people don't really care where you stand, you know, when I was in private school, because you all, like, it was, like, the small group of people right. you know at St. Andrews that you always stay together with yeah. so you knew everybody but like at UA there was like those smaller groups everywhere so like trying right. to find your place there was kind of weird but like the biggest difference in terms of like like learning and things came to me in like history that's when right. my eyes like first opened because like there's a lot of like subtle things that you don't really realize that like <laughs> they kind of because like I felt like everything got like somehow influenced by the Catholic Church like really? our history class like we would learn right. like maybe about like uh, a Catholic figure at, at the time period we were learning about something or like right. um the Crusades was definitely a different you like know. they framed it. In a yeah, way, like they didn't. They they, they definitely didn't frame it as good in private school, but like right. they didn't frame it as like this awful, terrible tragedy <laughs> right. that public school does. Like to public school people, like the Crusades are awful. Like, and yeah. I guess to public school people, that'd be to normal people. Like, because <laughs> I guess the private school <laughs> is. Normal, but yeah, yeah. But uh, I definitely, and that I feel like was the best thing though for me realizing that difference because right. I started to realize that maybe you know. I wasn't exposed to the world with quite an open mind that I should have. Yeah. And, um, I mean, certainly I think private school, like St. Andrews is a, like, I didn't always like some of the faculty there, but I think, (laughs) I think like it's a great education for somebody, you know, young. I think it's, it's, it's a really good quality education and I think Watterson is too. But, um, doing that transfer, I think that was one of the nicest things, you know, for my mind to develop, I guess. Yeah, so know. it was a pretty eye-opening yeah, experience. Yeah, that's that's what I would call it. Um, right. I, I definitely was... And, and then, in, you know, there's no religion class, which is like... There's God. no uniforms, too. Yeah, no, I mean, no uniforms thing. either. Yeah, that's... So, that was nice for, like... For, for a few months. Yeah, did and then, you have to find, like, your own style? Yeah, so yeah. That tricky? So, everyone at UA, like, a lot of a lot of high schools, you know, um, that I know of, you know, like, like, Orange and certain ones like that, a lot of people would just wear, like, especially guys, just, like, t-shirts and, and shorts, and, like, right. when we would have out-of-uniform days, we would wear just t-shirts, t-shirts and shorts. And shorts well, yeah. at UA, you, no one wears t-shirts and shorts. You're, like dressing up but like still casual you know okay, like yeah. you, you can definitely have your days where you just wear sweatpants but if you're wearing sweatpants you know like they better be like they better be like gray or like lululemon really? or like yeah something like that because i felt like so we're very certain style rules is that what you're saying yeah like that, yeah i would yeah. say i would like, say definitely i mean for the longest time with the girls it was those uh like those toms like heels oh yeah you know like yeah, uh, yeah. like every girl wore those i i swear and then and, and some girls would not have backpacks they would have purses really yeah which yeah. was very uh i mean uh, girls had purses at waterson too yeah 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 exactly i mean it was it was just it, it was that was the craziest thing and i and some and a lot of people would just like 
dress up all the time. You know, like, girls wear sundresses. You know, right. I would wear, like, you know... I mean, I try to be stylish. I've kind of let myself go on that regard, but I, I, I kind of enjoyed <laughs> right. that, you know? And in private school, like, the only room to be stylish was always in the shoes. Right. And so, like... Exactly, yeah. And so, I always had, like... I felt like I was pretty good, like, on shoes, but... Yeah. That, like, it was a total, like, re, you know, evaluation of, like, everything I owned. Yeah. You know? Clothes and all, because, like, I first just started wearing, you know, shorts and a t-shirt. Right. And then all of a sudden it became, you know, for a little bit more preppy clothing to kind of fit in. And then I kind of right. found out my own style and right. moved into more, like, streetwear, things like that. Right. But, but yeah, that was definitely... Uh, a unexpected, a yeah, an unexpected. Yeah. Like I thought, I would just love it, but it definitely gets stressful when you have yeah. to have an outfit, and it has to be new and unique every day. Like you, right. can't, if you ever, and no one wears the same hoodie. The, two the, days in a two row. Days in a row. Right. I remember in private school, we would wear the same hoodie for months, you know, right. we would just <laughs> yeah. take it off as soon as we got to school, yeah. so it didn't matter, like, I, I remember, you know, Nick Hurley always had the same hoodie, and I had, like, right. my, you know, my jacket, because I, I would ride to school with Nick, and then, uh, like, there would be everyone that I right. knew, like, had their own, you know, you knew right. somebody almost by their jacket, yeah. and, or uh, like a St. Andrew's yeah, sweatshirt, Andrew yeah, exactly, exactly. And, but then, right. uh, going to UA, like, I don't think I ever wore the same same sweatshirt or hoodie or, or even like outfit e- really. even even like jacket like yeah. I wouldn't because I you know I I didn't go to my locker and um so like I wouldn't go and put my locker back or like my Your jacket in my locker okay, yeah, yeah so like that jacket was staying with me all day so like again like I couldn't even wear a jacket like right. you know so that was definitely like kind of crazy you know stressful yeah. I bought I, I bought like five different sweatshirts you know and like right. some days you just have to like suck it up it might be super cold but I'd be like okay I'm not wearing a sweatshirt <laughs> to school today because I wore one yesterday really? and I have no clean well, ones but why like is that because people would make, people make fun of you if you were wearing I, the same outfit two days in a row I don't did people just... wouldn't make fun of you to your face but just no one did it they, so you were oh, okay. yeah you so just you picked up you didn't want to be the odd one yeah out. you didn't want to be right. the odd one out yeah that's for interesting. sure interesting yeah yeah, that, uh, I, I'm trying to think, I don't think anybody, not even like, you know, like, there was definitely some people, that, you know, who were a little more eccentric than others, but they still, you know, they still wouldn't even They would do mix things. it up every day. Yeah, they would yeah. still mix it up. Like, I, right. I couldn't remember. Um, That's interesting. Um, except some of the people, you know, who have, like, more, you know, developmental issues, obviously, that right. scenario, they would, yeah, yeah they, they obviously didn't abide by that, but that right. was also cool, uh, going to school with people with, uh. Um, you know, special needs special and things needs, like course, that. That was yeah. that was something new as well. And um, so you, since it's a public school, is obviously a lot more diverse. I'm guessing. Yes. Too. A lot more like LGBTQ. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Um, that was very new. I guess really coming yeah. from the Catholic Church. Uh, I mean, if God, I I guess I didn't even realize the pressures now. But I mean, firstly, like shout out to everyone who you know, went to Watterson or, or went to a private Catholic school <laughs> right. and had to come out. I mean, looking back on it, you don't really feel like it's like, a big you, deal. Yeah, yeah, a big deal, but certainly it is because at, at UA, it was almost, you know, the trend to be, you know, LGBTQ, really? yeah. like uh, people were, you know, flourishing and, and I'm sure right. a lot of people had, you know, some bullying or sorts because the world's not perfect. Right. But, um, certainly, like, that was the thing that was, like, different about UA. No matter who you were or, like, what you were, what you were into, yeah. um, you had a group. But that yeah. also made it, like, the hardest to find a place, you know, like myself. Because right. it wasn't like they were discriminating you based on 
anything, like, how you looked, anything you did, yeah. they would, like, discriminate you because you haven't been in UA for a long time. And really? that was, like, yeah. so, yeah, so, like, even the band and everything, like, had a click, and, and, um, and you know, it was hard to kind of find a, you know, to go to yeah. lunch with. That was the biggest thing, you know, because UA allows you to leave for lunch. So and, a lot of people uh, leave for lunch. Yeah, and so yeah. finding a group to leave for lunch with, What's sometimes, tricky. yeah, sometimes I would leave with nobody, and I would just... You know, it was nicest when I finally got my own car because I could yeah. just be alone during lunch and right. not worry about, you know, having somebody to go out to lunch with. Right. But, you know, for two years, I mean, I was kind of like sometimes just going to lunch alone or going to lunch with friends that, you know, I didn't really want to go to lunch with. Right. Not not because of like who they or well, more because of who they were and not how they, you know, looked or anything. It was more right. just like... Um, I didn't agree with, like, some of their political views or things yeah. like that. Yeah, so, like, in, like... Or just their views on yeah, the world. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, conversations yeah. would pick up, and I'd realize, like, I'm the odd one out, and I would be like, ah, right. uh, like... You don't is, really have a lot to contribute. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I would also feel like, I, you know, I'd get shit for it, too, so... Right. Yeah, it was definitely... Yeah, that um, sounds tough. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's... It, but, it's, uh... I mean, it's tough everywhere. Yeah, I think it's tough to fit in in high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, I think... Like, it, no matter where you yeah. go. Because, like, Watterson, like, private yeah. school wasn't really that good. Like, I didn't enjoy it that much, yeah, to yeah. be honest. I, I mean, I certainly... I, I think everyone's got it pretty rough trying to find themselves in this world. I think it's just kind of... Right. Just so, you know, out of whack. And I, and I don't want to sound too sympathetic, because, like... Because, like, everyone's, like, always, like... I feel like everyone's looking to be, like... Like, negative, is that what you're saying? Well, everyone's looking to be negative to each other, but also looking to receive all the praise in the world. Like, they... they, Everyone thinks they've gone through such, like, hardship and stuff. And I'm not saying they haven't, but I just... eh, Like, high school is hard. And, like... And I don't think there's enough focus that goes into the youth education and and young people that should. But, you know, with that... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like yeah. What do you it, think they need to do then, like with the youth education? Oh, I mean, it? so like, I lived you, in what? Chicago for two years, and okay. uh, let me tell you, like, um, ever since Obama <laughs> left Chicago as mayor, and and this isn't a political, right, this isn't, yeah, this, this is just, this is just <laughs> literally timeline. This is when when Obama <laughs> left, like, so you have an idea of when it was, like, right. around two thousand eight. Um, so everything, uh, a lot of the public school funding there like got taken away and and you just like the impact along with you know the economic you know issues that happened around 2008 with the housing market right like it's like these kids you know can't walk to school without you know being stopped by like gang members or being involved or possibly getting mugged jumped or things like that and then like right when they leave school they're almost like picked up you know not like but like that's what they go to because there's no extracurriculars or things for them to do right. and 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 all the people there are just so fed up with it you know and i'm tired of people saying like like you know there's so many racist people who are just like you know this group of people just causes problems and they're right. and they're they just develop habits it's not true those people are just like us and they and they want enough of it yeah. just like we do it's just they they literally it's it's out of their control there's so much influence negative influence for those kids to have to move past that it's almost impossible you know everyone should be so happy that they're not you know raised in that environment because it is so difficult to get out of it you know and especially for a lot of those first jobs for those kids because there's not a lot of jobs in their area they have to take the train you know you know 45 you know uh, 45 minutes to yeah. an hour and, yeah. and on the red line. And, and that's not always the safest 
place right. to be, but they still have to do it, and and because there's just no funding that goes into those kids, and I just yeah. think it's so wrong. It's because, really sad. Yeah, because you want like we're the youth, we're the next generation. Yeah, you want you want, them you to want us to be. Yeah, yeah, you want us to succeed, but also you want quality citizens. You know, right. an economy works with good citizens and and intelligent citizens, and the more of those you provide, you know, the better development you're going to see. And so, yes. like, yes. um. It, it just sucks and there's a lot of companies who are going in and they're like you know we're putting business here you know we're <laughs> yeah. but really when they say you know a lot of those big companies are going and putting businesses in these small areas right. they're just over time raising the prices so they get more money down the road yeah they get to develop property and things like that and then those people are forced to move out you know they're yeah. just no matter you know how much they try and hide gentrification it happens and and so it it I think yeah. the youth is so just neglected. You know, right. I don't get it. Like, why? You know, why are they neglected? <laughs> yeah, they literally they have they have done nothing. You know, to yeah, to hurt the fault, world. Right? They've done nothing to hurt the world, and they have nothing but like hope and dreams and stuff right. to give and provide. And it's just like let's ignore them so they get feel sad and useless, and right. then they just yeah. become a sad part of society like everyone else and like yeah. we just keep repeating the same patterns of problems i don't understand yeah that. it's goofy it's yeah just, it's silly it's, you know, like why don't you put your time into that yeah I, I, I really like i don't and, and i tell some of my uh uh friends who are you know more conservative uh about this and i'm like i think we need to you know take some funding out of the military you right know? even yeah. my dad works for the military and and i still think we need to take funding out of it right you know because it's our number one employer you yeah. know I, i'm sure Mr. Schulte ranted about that many <laughs> yeah. times back in Latin class, but right. um, like how our government shouldn't be our number one employer. But right. I mean, the fact is, it is, and um, and I just think all that money that goes into there, like people think, you know, if we're not as good as China, we're gonna fall apart. And I'm like, China's economy. We live in the time where it's a world economy. <laughs> right. If China falls apart, we fall apart. Right. If we fall apart, China falls apart, it's about and Russia together, too. You know? yeah, yeah, and it's like it's people really think that something crazy like, um, like World War Two is gonna happen. I feel like yeah, it's world like this this fear that a Nazi regime is gonna rise up from China and just yeah. destroy our way of life. But I like that's not the case because right. the rest of the world wouldn't tolerate that, and and certainly we wouldn't. Right. So it, it, I just think this delusion that you know we need to keep having the strongest military is wrong. Right. You know because, and I also don't even think like money exists. For the really? government, you know, with all this debt, we have three trillion. We have how, or twenty trillion right. dollars in debt or whatever. Yeah, have you ever been to a website where it shows? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. it's really. Comical. Do you think? Do you think as the number one military, somebody's gonna walk up and say, "Hey, you owe me money. Can I have it back now?" Yeah, like no, no, like and and they're gonna do the same thing. Hey, can I have money? Sure, right. you know, like it's like if China comes and asks us for money, yeah, here come have our U.S. dollars that like. So you, you think know, it doesn't like, exist? It's just talk, I, or is I, it I just like, think it's kind of like a silly. I mean, it does exist in terms of like inflation and economic, right. you know, economic movement and things like that, and <laughs> commerce. But like for the government, money doesn't exist. I don't think the government ever really has, you know, as long as it doesn't. Like they don't go, want to budget anything. Yeah, the, yeah. the issue is is the money that they spend. Does it go back into the economy? And right. the money that they spend that goes back in is what causes things to mess up because you know they're making money and then putting it into the economy so it's right. just putting more money that's printing money inflation yeah but if they like <laughs> if they're like hey i need you to like work on this 
you know, high tech super secret project, you right. know, with all these people and, you know, they can they can find other means to do so, you know, yeah. and then also like do we need all that stuff? Right. I don't think so. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, for sure. Just like corporations come in and not necessarily like all big corporations, but let, you know, you see with SpaceX taking over NASA, let them yeah. come in, you know? Like, <laughs> let them take some of the load off that so we don't have to pay. Like, the fact that we're taking funding away from NASA, but like, just funding the military. <laughs> yeah. It makes me so angry. It is goofy. For sure. What, what, speaking of funding, what are your thoughts on the whole defund the police thing? I mean, that's, um, I know that's kind of an old. Well, firstly, topic, firstly, I think. Have you seen the Trump ad? You know where it's oh, with like Biden and uh, yeah, no, call. it's it's yeah. the call. That, yeah, that's it's goofy. Such a terrible ad. Such a I like know, sleepy delusional. Joe. Like he said like, that he was against defunding the yeah. police anyway. Like, <laughs> like if you're, I get Trump. You know, like he's got to appeal to his <laughs> radical supporters because they support him like unequivocally. Right, but like. <laughs> what if you because some of Trump's policies economically are you know awful but he's just such a terrible human being <laughs> that it just clouds over anything positive that he does right and like that's the problem you need to be a good leader and a model citizen to be a president right. you need to be something that the Am- servant, yeah you, you know? need to be yeah. something that the American people idolize and are proud to be represented by and that's the problem with Donald Trump but right. um, but defunding of the police though, like, I mean, <laughs> I I think the police should actually get more funding. But in the sense that, I think police need to be you know like in the sense with the government, if you join the military and sign a contract, you can have a portion of your college or all of your college paid for it. Right. I think, you know, there needs to be you know I I made this reference to some of my friends before. You know, in the military, the strongest asset of a military is an air or uh, an air force. Not right. a lot of militaries have that. Now, in order to become a pilot, you have to take four years of college to become an officer, yeah. and then you have to take like three, four years, you know, multiple years on top of that to be even become a pilot. And you got to be selected every time, so you got to be like nailing your tests and stuff. Right. But it is it is hard work because you are operating some of the most expensive machinery, the most yeah. powerful machinery. Right. Like that, you know, you know, I have my cousin who's a fighter pilot, you know, he's done all that and now right. he does drones, but like you have to be knowledgeable, you have to be smart to yeah. know how to use it, to know how to hold your trigger, to know when to fire, you know, that you get approval on every single thing, every decision you make, you have to ask for approval. Mm-hmm. And now with the police, there's that lack of, you know, you don't have to ask approval. It's a lot more reactionary. The people aren't right. trained as long, you know, because right. cause in the military sense, like I said, you know, um, airplanes put you way above everyone else. Mm-hmm. Well, in a civilian circumstance, having a gun and freedom to use it puts you way above everyone else. Right. So, you know, in that circumstance, if they have so much power, so much strength over, you know, common people, I feel like they should have far more training and requirements, yeah. you know, and, and it might sound crazy, but sure, make them get paid more because maybe they have to get a degree to become a police officer. Interesting. Sure, but I think, yeah. I think what we have to look at is not removing the police but making a better police how can we make right. it how can we improve on it you know yeah. uh, there's a difference between change and improvement change right. can totally take away something improving right. can you know you don't have to remove everything that you had right. before because it's not always a bad system it might just be misguided you know right. or or have you know some 
corruption and things filled yeah. in that. My my history teacher, you know, she explained it to me so well, you know, people like this stuff's been going on for so long. Right. And and why do you think, you know, you go to New York, Chicago, most of the police officers are Italian and Irish, you know, like yeah. a lot of them it's a big part of like a lot of that culture uh, um occupies, you know, the police right. force and and it's because, you know, back then they used to be discriminated against, you know, being fresh off the boat and right. and so like and who would, you know, take advantage of them? Police, people funding the police, you know, things like that. Right. So they joined the police force to kind of get on top of that. And yeah. so, like, it's it, the reasons why, you know, certain people are even police officers to begin with is oppression. And it's like... Right. And I don't think that's right. And, and it also says that it's been going on for a long time. And it's not just something that... it. it I th- feel like skin color plays a huge issue, you know, these days. Right. But it but it shows that it's always been fueled by oppression. If, if the reason why you're in a position, you know, why you choose a career path is because, you know, whether it's subtly or, you know, more pronounced is because of long-term oppression of your people, I feel like you're going to have some hatred towards other people. Right. And so I think I don't think you're going to be a good cop, you know, right. so I, I, I... Like, that shouldn't be your motive. Your motive exactly. should be to protect, protect Yeah, it should citizens. be to protect the yeah. citizen. It shouldn't be to protect your ideas, protect right. the yeah. way of life. You know, it's not about protecting your way of life. It's about protecting the people. Right. I think that's the biggest thing, you know. It's, right. Your job is... Put your life on the line before somebody else's. Not put, you know... Your views on yeah, the line. Not, not make the like, decision of what civilian you can kill so you can keep most of them alive and yourself alive. Right. It's about making sure none of them die and, you know... Uh, yeah, I mean, I watched this video of a cop in uh, a county. It was... Uh, I can't remember if it was Live PD or something. I think it was like Live PD cams. Right. Where it's more just like the cameras, or maybe it was yeah. on investigation discovery. I don't know. Right. But this officer, you know, there was this guy. He had uh, I can't remember if it was a hostage situation, but he had a gun. It was in Ohio, and um, you know, there had I think there might have been shots fired. There was only one or two cops on the scene, maybe just one at the time. And um, so he goes up, he sees him, and he's trying like he's in his garage trying to get on his Harley or something, like trying to go right. away. And it's like in the middle of the night, and that officer walks right up to this guy, you know. Point blank, he knows he has a gun. He's known he has a gun this whole time. And instead of having his gun out to shoot this man, this officer walked up to him with a taser. You know, he got shot. The officer almost died. But right. he still tried to prevent, you know, the least Violence. amount of damage. Yeah. You know, because cause while this guy has a gun, he could just be having the worst day possible. You know, there could be something mentally wrong. And he might not even have the capacity to hurt somebody. You right. know, obviously he did end up shooting the cop. But in some circumstances, he might not have to. Or might not want to, like with the shooting with a guy in the vehicle. And, right. And, um, where they where he just was holding a gun, you know, a lot of these people, you know, are are using cops as suicide, and there's mental illness everywhere, and it's like, it's right. not our job to purge that, you know. It's yeah. it's I think it's like scary. That's like you know because who knows you could like you could just be like having a mental breakdown at a restaurant. You right. have a, you picked up a knife because you're just 
you know, you had the worst day. You spilled coffee on your pants, you know. Yeah. Your dog ran away. I mean, like... (laughs) You got... Your girlfriend dumped you. Yeah, your girlfriend (laughs) dumped you. No, she dumped you right at the dinner, so she's right there. And she's the one calling the cops because she's like, he's the crazy one. Right. And and you're, like, losing it because you feel like you weren't the crazy one. Maybe this is real. Maybe this has happened to me. No, no, I'm kidding. But, like, maybe, you know, maybe there's, like, like that circumstance. Right. And so you've just, like, lost it and you picked up this knife. She's like... Oh, he's got you know somebody calls. Oh, he's got a knife, got a and weapon, you're and you're yeah. just like you know having this mental breakdown, maybe having a rant on top of the table. And what's what the, <laughs> what happens? A cop comes up and right. like shoots you. You know, you yeah. Know? It's... Like sometimes people just want to speak and things like like if a dude has a knife and he's coming at you, that's a different story. But like if a dude's walking around with a knife and, and he doesn't and he breakdown. doesn't and he doesn't put it down, that doesn't give you the green light to shoot him. He's not necessarily going after anybody. Right. You know, there's way other you know there's plenty of other methods to take him out you know less than lethals and things like that like right i just it blows my mind that uh i i think it's a shame how quick you know people or cops are but like i also get it at the same time like a lot of those guys right. are, guys and girls are, are scared shitless you know yeah because you're you're putting your life on the line every right. day you know um yeah like i could never be a cop personally yeah um I was talking to a Columbus police officer because I was in an alternative program in school for a few years. And so they wanted us to have, like, a really open perspective. So we got to speak with, like, drug awareness people, you know, people from all different backgrounds, police officers. You know, because back then, you know, this isn't new, you know, the police. Uh, Definitely people have had this view for a long time. So they wanted us to, you know, talk to one and and get to know one. And, And, you know, hearing the stories of, like, how you know, dangerous of the situations that guy's put himself in to try and save lives. There was like a, like some type of shooting years ago, uh, uh, somewhere on Ohio state, right. you know, and a guy had a gun and, um, he just ran in the room. Like, I think the guy had a rifle. He knew he had a rifle mm-hmm. and I think he ended up, uh, shooting himself, the guy, but, um, he still ran into the room, you know, where he knew he was because he knew he had to save, you know, lives. He had right. to, take this person out and and that is something we also have to consider you know and and you see all the videos of like cops saving babies lately and things like that right and i think it's definitely just i mean the media has all the control yeah if we look at it i mean thinking about it now i mean they control our perception of everything so like right well do you think it's like because we let them control it or do you think like, do you think there's a way you can, like, uh, tra- I, mentally train yourself to, like... Mentally train yourself? Take it with I a grain don't, of salt? I don't think you can. Really? I, I don't think you can because I, I think, you know, there's no true source because they are, they all benefit off money to run. And so there's right. no... Now, are you just talking about, like, news networks or are you talking about also, like, social media, too? Or... Social media, too. I think there's right. always just... There's there's ulterior motives for everyone. And, like, on social right. media, people are scared to say things because they could lose their job or things like that, or right. they're not scared to say things, but there's still pressures on you. And I think, right. I think everyone, you know, doesn't say, you know, necessarily the truth or speak the truth. And like, especially, you know, but like going to all that and saying, oh, this is all wrong, being an absolute skeptical person, I think right. is a mental delusion. I think yeah. you can't be completely like, oh, everything's, you can question things, but right. I don't think it's, it's correct like just, don't just ignore it yeah, yeah yeah but speaking of social media what is with this trend kanye 
Oh, Kanye yeah, Kanye, 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 Kanye is losing. Kanye and Kim yeah. can't have a, you know, th- this is a married couple. Right. And they can't have a conversation. I, I mean, I understand Kanye's perspective. I, I don't think he wants to be like, like, have people speak for him. I right. think Kanye is similar to Donald Trump and, and you know, they don't like yeah. it, you know. Trump writes all of his own speeches, even though how much his staff hates that that he does it. But there is something nice about that, you know, that you don't have somebody pulling the strings that you don't see. And so there is some authenticity that you get to Kanye. But but nonetheless, I mean, he still says... But that trend has carried over to, like, every relationship. Elon Musk just tweeted out a couple days ago, pronouns suck. And um, his his girlfriend, fiancé, wife... uh, Grimes um, tweets out like I know this isn't you you know please give me a call I love you I'm like it's why do you have a, to tweet that yeah why, why can't you why just, can't you just call, call the person that you just had their child right you just had his child can you do you have to t- <laughs> yeah it's goofy yeah do you yeah. have to tweet to right I just that blows my mind like how yeah like how wrong has society gotten to where we just you know, yeah, I think the issue is people are just afraid of confrontation. I, I think so. Like, I, know, I really, really think so. And they want, you know, and especially when people know they have like a following, whether, you know, it's right. it's a gender, a group of people, fans, whatever it is that they, yeah. they think like they can have on their side. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they know if they go to social media, they can get a certain group of people right. behind them. I, I mean, maybe that has something to do with it. But also I just think, you know, people are especially children and everyone is being raised in a life with social media that it's becoming such a part of life that I think right. that's the scary part. Social media is meant to connect people and like give right. you a place to express yourself, but I don't think it's necessarily should be, should be like a function of life. Right. Like social media should not be like a okay. function. Like in the future we should not be like teaching kids, you know, how to use emojis on Twitter, you know, <laughs> yeah, in, in, know in preschool, yeah. you know, like Right. I, like that, I think is is. So you're not a big social media fan, or I never. Well, when you were younger, did you like it? I like, like Instagram. I don't think okay. Instagram's terrible. I think Instagram's a good. No, I Instagram definitely has its problems. You know, like right. with image and things like that. And I think and like it's it, a highlight. Yeah, really, and, and, yeah, and people. Yeah, and it's not really what goes on in people's life. Right. And, um, yeah, like uh, um, somebody recently just you know committed suicide in uh, in UA and. Oh really? Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, that. well, yeah. I mean, I wasn't very close with him, but I knew. Was he our her. age or? Um, she was. Um, oh okay, her. Yeah. Um, she was our age. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it's like you. And I went and looked at her Instagram because I was just trying to figure out, you know, what happened. I was like, this right. is such, so terrible. Um, but you know, you see it. I couldn't find any signs, you know. And, right. And, and a lot of times, friends feel pressured, you know, not seeing signs, you know, right. especially with the the the. Uh, Peyton, right? Or, right, Peyton yeah, Young, yeah. yeah, Watterson. Yeah, I mean, it's sometimes hard to see the signs, know what reality is, because, you know, for a while, you know, right. saying, oh, I'm going I'm to kill myself and things like that was a trend, you know. Every, right. It was trendy to be depressed, and so it left... Yeah, which uh, is a dumb trend. It left a lot of people who were actually depressed. I felt like they didn't get right. the proper help that they needed, you know. A yeah, lot of parents good. think you know, might have thought, hey, my kid's just going through a phase, you know, or yeah. like, he's just saying that, you know, he's not actually depressed, right. he's not actually thinking about, like, and, and, like, that's the problem with social media, you know, like, it just 
fuels right. everyone saying shit, and then people get desensitized to stuff. The fact that right. ten year old kids are killing themselves is so terrible. Yeah. Like what? It's like really dark. how? How should you even know? The only thing you should know about killing yourself as a 10-year-old kid is from the game Hangman, which right. I think is, like, I can't believe we even play that, like, as <laughs> yeah, kids. It's literally exactly. about yeah. hanging somebody. Yeah. But, like, that, that should be the only, like, right. possible way. You know, you are 10 years old, and and yeah. so, yeah. And, it's horrible. And I, and I think, you know, but I don't think Instagram, if you use Instagram in the right way, I think you can avoid some of that. I right. think Instagram has the potential, you know, for businesses to show things off, you know, for certain things, right. you know, I think... Good networking. Could, yeah, because in some it's just cases. photographs. You have an ability to, right. you know, it's not necessarily like you can like turn you're, it. It's into not a, you can um, turn it into like you a know popularity contest. Yeah, you can right? turn it into that. You can turn it into you know trying to give you know speaking to people. But really, right. in the end of the day, your format is pictures. So it's it's just more you know. I I feel like Instagram, while it's not perfect, is a better right. one. You know, like I don't think personally, like Snapchat stories are a good thing. You really, know, it's 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 nice to show what you're doing to people, but right. I think that in and of itself is often a highlight reel. If you're gonna yeah. post something on your Snapchat story, you want it to be like, "Hey, look at me! Look how great a my lot life of attention is. thing." Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and and, and, <laughs> and you know, you always feel good when people swipe up on it and things like right. that. Or screenshot like, a photo if it's well. I mean, that doesn't happen as often, but yeah, know. like I just posted when I was up at vacation. You know, I took a video of my grandma trying to right. explain how my gravity bong worked, and uh, <laughs> and and that got like a lot of. Attention tension you know you feel right. great after this things, it puts but, dopamine levels yeah. yeah but but is that you know right should we be doing that to get positivity like right. to, to get self-acceptance i feel like we need to find all those things you know a different way and, right. and and social media is often like a quick drug you know it's a quick answer to all that right. to feel good but it's also but it can also make you feel depressed yeah you know right. it's it's it gives you those highs and then when you're when you don't have those highs it's lows and those lows so often right. can get lower and lower each time and right. so um i definitely think that's like you know you can't you have to come if you're going to use social media you have to look at it from you know you can't look at it look to it for happiness you know right you can't look to it for image either you know you can put an image of yourself out there but you can't let that yeah. define you you can't worry to right you can't worry about that defining you, you right because it's in the end of the day it's just instagram it's right. just you know it's just twitter you know right it's not somebody it talking who to you, you, you are know? Right. yeah just like i mean like with the elon musk thing she's like he made that tweet and she's like that's not who you are you know people just say <laughs> shit and yeah. then and that's the other problem people taking things on twitter too literally but yeah, and then also and like, people yeah. thinking like like i'm not gonna say anybody's voices don't matter but like a lot of the shit people say on twitter like it's just irrelevant. You feel yeah, like, yeah. like I don't care. Right. Like, I, I really, like, I don't want to hear about your opinions on things. Like, would you say 95% of the tweets you scroll through are just, like, yeah. like useless? Well, yeah, I mean, like, one of the problems, the fact that the Me Too movement had to start from Twitter, right. like, it's a very positive movement. Why, right. why does it have to start from Twitter? Because then I think that's what causes right. it to get, you know... I think attention. Yeah, I think yeah. Me Too has sometimes been kind of more of an attention thing rather than a productive thing, and that's been causing the fight. You know, especially right. you know with certain movements and stuff. And I think that's right. that's why you know a format, a platform, social media should not be the you know the the stage that you have to use to 
you know, protect yourself right. or, or speak for yourself, you know? Right. You should be able to be... But it's also just such... I mean, it's that's <laughs> such a complicated thing. Because then if you go like, okay, I don't want it on social media. I want the government to right. take me seriously every time. I could say... I would. Ha- I could go say, hey, Donald Trump touched me. And, like, <laughs> like he would have to go to court. Like, you right. know, like... Yeah, it's so, just crazy. So it's just... It's such a difficult thing. But, like, I... I I mean that's that is the power of social media. I can carry movements. I mm-hmm. think that's that's great. That's a positive thing, but I I also think it has the power to distort, you know, right. things like that. So and also just destroy people. Like, yeah, who they yeah. are. Like I think in high school, that's why I got rid of Instagram because in high school it's like okay, you're getting all these followers on Instagram, but it's like I don't even really know. Like I don't actually like I know who they are, right? But I don't like fully know the people, and they just like they're following me based on stereotypes or oh he has a yeah. lot of followers, and it's like yeah. you got to hold up to an image in high. Yeah. Like that's how you feel when you're in high school, because it's yeah. like you're trying to figure out who you are. Mm-hmm. But it's like Instagram's there, so it's like are you trying yeah. to live up to your Instagram yeah. persona of being goofy and just wearing goofy shirts? Yeah, and so, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, exactly. Like it's, just, like, it's, it's tricky. Like, do you like? You know, sometimes you feel like you're finding yourself on Instagram, right. but like, but you're not. But you're not. <laughs> right. You're not. Yeah. You're you're finding the part of you that's accepted. You know, maybe that's not you. Yeah, you by know? society. Yeah, quote unquote. Know, yeah. yeah. And 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 you're only putting, you know, you I only know. put like happy stuff on, like highlights. Like, like you know, we like I'm like you don't see any of the things I'm personally into on my Instagram. Like right. I love, like I love fish. You know, I I used to work <laughs> at a pet store. I mean, that's one of yeah. my favorite. I I love animals, but right. I don't go posting animals on my Instagram because it's like right, yeah, you know. And then like worst, I, I love video like, games. You yeah, know? the worst I was gonna say is like nature. Like I love nature, but oh, <laughs> it's all good. I'll pause it real quick. Yeah, well, like what I was saying, like about nature. Yeah, that's is that weird. uh that's yeah like that's no like, like like i really like nature for instance but i get so annoyed when girls like post pictures yeah. of clouds and like yeah. the grass like or some photographer yeah. it's like what are you trying yeah. to prove you know i definitely like i definitely see that like th- that stuff's fun you know right. and, yeah. and i support it you know by all means <laughs> they can do it's it old they, but know? like it's like are you doing this for social media? Are you going to this? Group? Right. You know, are like, are you really taking in nature? Are you really taking in, you know, like right. movies and things, you know, or things like that? Well, or the are worst you just, too, are you just looking like, to talk about it? Say that you right. did this, you know, you know, right. like, yeah, no, but the worst is concerts. I hate yeah. whenever somebody like on Snapchat, they film. Yeah. Like 20 I, minutes of my, concert. My, like, my friend, Matt Marsh used to always say that. Cause I would go to concerts and I would film it. Cause I, right. I felt like, you know, if I didn't film it, how would yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, know I've I done that there? too. It's yeah. been guilty. But yeah. like, but like, when you kind of realize why you're doing it, you know, you're like, right. You know, but you can't stop the urge because you want to, you know, and sometimes it's just you want to hold on to the memory, you know. But true. Yeah, but like, you're really, you know, you want to show people that you did this, you know. Like for me, Lollapalooza, right. I took so many videos. I was like, you know, this is so cool. You know, look, right. look what I'm doing. You know, exactly. Well, I remember shout out to Michael Moore. If yeah. He's even listening to this, but Michael Moore, like our senior year, that was when Little Pump. Do you remember him? Yeah, Little I went Pump. to see Little Pump once. I have a funny story about that. Yeah, well, yeah, but Michael Moore, he went to go see Little Pump in Cleveland, and it was on his story, and he had to like tap it like 20 times. Yeah. It's like bro, you're you're in front of Little Pump, like yeah. he's actually very. You're just looking at him through your phone yeah. lens, you know? Yeah, what I exactly. Mean? You're like, looking at like, the world through your phone. I mean, that's right. how I feel people are. Or it's like look. someone goes to an Elton John concert and yeah. they're filming. It. It's like that's that's Elton yeah. John. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's right there. Oh, I love Elton John, but right. Um, I mean. I saw Lil Pump once. Uh, he was yeah, how was that? Terrible. Uh, it was at Lollapalooza <laughs> two years ago. 
And he was on, like, drugs or something. And really? You gotta think he's also 16 at the time or something. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of pressure on this kid. True, be, yeah. You know, a lot of people don't see that. People give, like, Justin Bieber shit all the time. I'm like, dude, yeah, if you had famous. all the money in the right. world and people were around you just supporting bad behaviors because they wanted to be around you, they wanted to, you know, have your money, you know, people weren't really real to you, right. you know, you're gonna act a certain way, you know, and, and yeah, and, child celebrities. Yeah, I mean, they deal with like a lot of trauma, yeah, and so so Lil Pump was out there for like forty minutes, pacing back and forth on stage. I didn't. Really? Wa- I ended up just not watching. Yeah, he started to get into like his songs, and then he would like stop because he couldn't sing it. He was like just yeah. pacing back and That's forth. Weird. Like, yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely you know an odd you know experience. experience. Yeah. Right. It was certainly he kind of dropped off the map. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure it'll just take one song to get him. You know, I mean, all he needs is, is like a feature on a pop song or something. Well, his popular song was Gucci Gang. Yeah, right? I was trying to think of like what it was, and I remember yeah, that. Yeah, and it's that is such a t- t- terrible. Thing. <laughs> you didn't like that song either. No, I, no, I don't. I liked Gucci Gang yeah, have a time, yeah, but yeah, I don't know if it's it, aged yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, fuck it. You know, like oh. Shout out to Connor Calhoun. I remember he really liked that yeah, song yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. No, Lil, Lil Pump's chill. Like, like Lil Pump. Yeah, he's like, a guy. Yeah, when he's you like Lil Pump at yeah. first, you were like, "Oh, I don't want to like Lil Pump because everyone likes Lil Pump." But right. then my friends and stuff like we started to like Lil Pump because it was almost like, you know, it passed that <laughs> meme stage. Right. So it was like, you know, it was almost like, you know, not necessarily cool, but like, hey, we like Lil Pump. You know, like right. fuck with me. You know, like come <laughs> test me. You know, like. Yeah, yeah, who's one of your favorite rappers, like, all time? All time? Like, right off the top of your head. Oh. <laughs> oh, my you're, God. Are you a big rap guy? Yeah, like, you're into rap? I, I like rap. I, I'm into all types of music. All types of music, except, right. Except, like, country. But I do, like, yeah. you know, I do, like, like Jimmy Rock Buffett and, yeah. and stuff. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Yeah, but, like, uh, like, with rap, I mean, you know, you almost don't want to say it, but, like... Like X was, you know, yeah, I think, X, I think yeah. X was so talented. I think his right. his question mark album, like the amount of variety of music, you know, you have you have Latin music on there, alternative right. rock, heavy metal, rap, classic rap. Like he has that one song I think with like Joey Badass or something on the album. I can't remember who it was. Um, right. But and 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 just that variety, the ability to make an album with that much variety and all the songs to stick and be quality right. is not easy. And so definitely. Like, yeah. And so like, I, the, there's a lot, there was a lot of talent there. And then like Lil Peep, the fact that, that, <laughs> that he, yeah. he invented a genre, you know, he invented right. him and X invented emo rap. And then you saw it being taken by like juice world and things like that. Right. And then, you know, now I feel like the biggest emo rapper is, is Lil Uzi. And, and a right. lot of people wouldn't even, you know, necessarily speak to him as that kind of genre but really he he's the one who leads that genre now and so like um but yeah i mean i think it's it's a lot of those a lot of the people now are very powerful in terms of music influence because i think they're really changing things up you know i think i think i love travis scott i think he's he's very talented you know i love kanye kid Cudi. yeah you know, a lot of people, you know, and, and like with Kanye, each album that he puts out, it's completely different than the last. Right. But, and it's weird at first, but it ends up totally changing the genre. And, and right. the ability to do that is, is that's like the next level stuff that right. like you have to be a genius to be able to do that. Right. You know, complete artist. Really. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Is there anyone you think is super overrated? Oh, um, 
Oh, I mean, yeah, there's... I mean, there's uh, overrated people in anything, I'd say. Yeah, I... Oh, oh my God, yeah. Um, Russ. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think Russ is overrated. I mean, I don't think his music's necessarily bad, but, like, I think he's overrated. Um, what do you think of DJ Khaled? DJ Khaled? <laughs> I think... <laughs> See, he's just funny to laugh at. <laughs> being a DJ, your job is to be a hype man. Right. To be that type of thing. And for what it is, DJ Khaled is great at it. Right. You know, he, he's good at what it is. It's just a different type of, you know, it seems like, you know, okay, he just said DJ Khaled. What did DJ Khaled do with the song? You know, he didn't sing, like, how is yeah, this we a... Yeah, we music. Yeah, how is this a DJ Khaled song? Well, like... It doesn't matter, you know, he got you to listen to it, didn't he? And that's his, as a DJ, that's their job, is to get you to listen to music. And so, it's just, uh, so I don't necessarily think, like, DJ Khaled's overrated, but, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like G-Eazy has fallen off a little bit. I feel like he's just kind of become, like, what you, like, he kind of conforms to what you want. I feel like a lot of the things that he was doing early on in his career was kind of, like, you know pushing something he was kind of pushing stuff and then now i feel like there's less of that right and um and and so i definitely you know i think uh uh ariana grande is a little overrated i'm sure that's a little controversial right but um i think ed sheeran's more overrated than ariana i love ed sheeran though oh yeah that's cool ed sheeran's a guilty pleasure i mean right i think he's just I like his older stuff. More. Yeah, I think he's really, really, really talented. But it's yeah, and and so is Ariana Grande, I guess. But anyone like, who makes it that big is yeah, pretty it's, talented. You know, it's it's just you know. What about Taylor Swift? Do you think she's overrated? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. She's been overrated for the past like four or five years. I like, know. When, like she just, I think, released a new album, and and people were talking about that. But the thing is, like, people were crazy about it for a day, right. and then it's like whatever. It's because her music, you know, she's such a big figure that you have to talk about it. But like, do like, people like? Right. When was the last song? A ta- last time a Taylor Swift song was like. Top Blue 40, you know, yeah. and, and the thing is, it's, it shouldn't be her job to be top 40 every time, but, like, it's, like, right. I don't know. It, like, I think Lady Gaga blows Taylor yeah, Swift yeah, out of yeah, the water, yeah, like, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, and, like, Lady Gaga, you know, she reinvents herself every time she has right. an album. Like, her latest album, I think, is really, really unique, yeah. and, and a lot of the, uh, and she's introduced a lot of, like, Korean influence on it, right. and stuff like that, and I think that's super cool you know right. like doing things like that taking those risks is what yeah. makes a good like, artist how many risks does taylor exactly <laughs> that's like that's why i don't like country like how much how many risks does right. country music take and that's it's like zero. talking about your that's, girl yeah here. that's like a fat zero country right. music takes takes no risks <laughs> and so yeah I, right I, that's you know a huge like issue i think like for me with some right. music you know because there's so many artists out there who are so great and they try and push the boundaries and the, and they don't make it big for whatever reason but like that's the thing you should find you know not i think you should support local artists but like uh, right. because because those people are working just as hard as anyone else you know right. but their profession is trying to make people happy you right. know really in the end art is to make to um not just to express yourself, but also make people feel a certain way. And, yeah. and it's majority of the time, no matter how dark it might seem, like heavy metal and stuff like that, that for a lot of people, that's a release, you know, it's, right. it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of pent up. It's a way that they get things out. And I think that's something so powerful that artists have provided. And I think right. it's something that, you know, 
they deserve a lot more, you know, respect and recognition too. for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, the world would be so boring if there yeah. was no art, especially right now. You know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, here, I'm, I'm going to talk about something completely off topic. Okay. I, think, <laughs> I think it pertains to us and our generation. Right. Um, that I've kind of noticed. Um, do you think vaping is on the out? Like, you like think it's real, coming out. Do you, like I, um, I, I definitely think smoking is like almost out. Well, like yeah. Cigarettes. Well, I, it kind of comes back, you know, with like indie scene and like, okay, yeah. yeah. Like I definitely, you know, from living in Chicago and being around okay. like the indie rock scene, you right? Know, it's fun to go out and smoke Marlboro Reds and right. or camels and you know go right. back in and get a PBR. Right. But like, but that, then again, that's also an image people are trying to achieve. Right. But like with with vaping, with vaping, it's just like vaping's like a high school thing. It seemed well, at least like it seemed, but then like it's also like I remember senior year, it was so everyone was vaping. Yeah, like everyone was talking about it, and now people aren't. But it's like and no one's really doing it. Yeah, I mean, at I least still, I mean, I still see people do. Yeah, it, exactly. But, it's it's kind of like is it becoming more accepted, or are we just like, <laughs> or it's maybe not as new. So maybe yeah, it's, it's just like, like maybe not news. Right. Like that's the thing. Like like that's the hard thing to even determine what's going on in the world you know like, right is is something just not making money for the news companies or is it not going <laughs> on you know like right. uh and so like that's that's something i've been thinking about i mean i'm definitely i i'd say i'm pro vape out of all the things i've said <laughs> I, if if cool if, yeah. if somebody feels like nicotine medicates themselves if it calms you down if it then vaping's better than cigarettes yeah it's better than cigarettes then do it live live your life you know right do the things that make you make life easier because life is so complicated right now in terms of what you should do who you should be right you know especially in your early 20s yeah yeah and and what's successful i just say like fuck it and live because if you don't right you know if you don't be that you're gonna regret it for the rest right. of your life. So and and maybe you'll regret a vape addiction for the rest of your life. I don't know, but like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's an interesting topic for I sure. Mean, yeah, I mean, if you want to smoke weed, smoke weed. You know, if you want to, well, do... yeah, I think what you're trying to get out is like your twenties is this yeah. is a decade to be adventurous. Yeah. Be you know, little, be like I was kind of talking to my dad about this because like we know some older people that are getting married or getting engaged in their like mid twenties, and yeah. I was like, you know, like if I ever got married, I would want to like get engaged. In, like when I'm 30 or something, yeah, I want to yeah. live out fully, live out my yeah, 20s. Yeah, exactly. That's what because I, yeah. I feel this pressure. You know, I want a girlfriend so bad because right. You know, I want grandkids that get to live up with my live because my grandparents were so major in my life really? that I yeah. want my kids to have a significant amount of time. You know, right. with my parents alive. But like, you know, my parents had me at an older age, and so like, if I have my kids yeah. at an older age, you know, that's just going to be longer. You know, my parents are right. going to be 60 by the time I have. You know. A grandkid, which I guess is kind of normal, but like, right. you know, but, you know, I just kind of want, you know, my kids to just have as much time as they can, you know, possibly yeah. my grand, but like, it's also like, there's all this pressure to settle down too. Cause I just want it to be over with. Cause everyone, you know, <laughs> you right. know, everyone seems so happy when they're married, you know, at, right. especially when they're young and getting married and everyone, you know, and it, you seem like you have to get married these days, you know, right. like it, to be a part of American society, you have right. to have a husband or, or wife. And, uh, and that's like, just that pressure is like, I just yeah, trying to differentiate pressure. if it's like a good pressure or bad pressure. Right. It's like 
part because like I definitely want to live out my twenties, but like right, it would be great to live it out with you know if you find your someone true love, you love or right, yeah, yeah. Like, that'd be that would make it great, but it's just it's trying to. Fi- that's the other thing, because your pressure, because also we were just saying, you know, you have to live out your 20s, you know, right. you have to, but it, that's a pressure in its, of itself, you know, like, right. if you don't want to live out your 20s, don't fucking live out your 20s, <laughs> yeah, just like, do, like, do, do what, what you, you want, want to do, do, do right. what you know makes you happy, do right. what you know, you know, yields positive results, you know, right. work out if you know you're going to feel better about yourself, right. You know, hang out with friends if you know they make you feel better. Don't hang out with friends if you feel if you're pressure. just gonna be negative. Yeah, you right. know, you know, go to bars, go to parties if you enjoy it. If you don't, don't go to that stuff. Right. You know, like find find your people, find your life that because really, in the end of the day, you know, it, mental health I think is such an important thing to consider and right. think about. And, and it's you just the best skill you can have is is self-acceptance you know a good self-esteem and just a positive outlook on life and and to achieve all of those you know you have to be yourself and you have to learn that you know you don't need to look to other people you right. know to to be happy you got to be able to right. create happiness find happiness yourself and so right. i think that's self-acceptance right? yeah. yeah yeah you gotta you gotta be happy right um, like i mean like if you want to go you know Get your nipples pierced. Your nipples <laughs> yeah, go pierced. do it. Yeah, if you if you want to bleach your asshole, bleach your asshole. Like, I, like I don't care. Like, like that's a huge right. thing that's that you learn when you live in Chicago. Because my dad's, you know, there's that progressive commercial which I think is hilarious, which is like trying not to be your parents. Oh, and yeah. And they're and they're in the suit. <laughs> yeah. They're in the they're in the hardware store, and he's got the blue hair, and he's like, we all see it. We all. I love that commercial. <laughs> but like, the, in Chicago people dress you know so many wacky ways and certain really? things and, and people act so weird but you just right. you, you just tune it out Except because it, yeah. because you realize that like and and one of the problems i have with chicago is like nobody like gives a fuck about anybody but themselves which is like i don't think really? always it's good to only care about yourself you know like make yourself better all the time right but like it's more of the toxic behavior where you only care about yourself but you still look for others to like get self-approval and things like right. that and and like so i don't think it's always like a super good culture there but like also like people just act how they want to act and, right. and and it doesn't it doesn't affect me if somebody has blue hair if somebody's walking down <laughs> the street half naked or naked do you think that's gonna affect if <laughs> i get if I, like, yeah do you yeah. think that's gonna affect if i get to work if i get to school if i get right. to what i want to do you think that's gonna affect my happiness no right. i mean certainly Maybe that might be shocking to a kid, and you should consider about right. walking down the street naked. But like, <laughs> like, right? Like, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you for just. Sure. I think because I experienced that at Kent too. Yeah, like, it was because like at Watterson, for instance, you know, private school. I feel like one issue I have is people were really nosy. Like people would know everybody's business and stuff, and it's like, how much of it is do you actually genuinely care, or how much is it like, oh, I don't know how to have a conversation with this person, so I'm just gonna be nosy. But yeah. Like, at Kent, for instance, if like no one gives a fuck, yeah, <laughs> like if something happens, they don't really do care. Like, like, yeah, whatever. unless you do something really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, if it's something goofy, you know, no one really cares. Exactly, you know? exactly. Right. Like, just be yourself. Be happy. Right. Like, and if you're not happy, 
add my Snapchat. Let's talk. Like, let's, yeah, let's, do something about yeah, it. Yeah, like, but do you know. do it appropriately. Like, yeah. if you're if you're depressed, you don't want to be fake. Like, that's the yeah. worst because that's a defense mechanism. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and I feel like a part of me, you know, you know, I always just try and you know lift people up because I know what right. it's like to be alone. I know what it's like right. to feel like you've lost everything. I know what it's right. like to have a friend pass away, you know, suddenly. I know what it's like to have a family member pass away. I know yeah. all these these feelings I've dealt with, you know, depression. I've dealt with all those mental things and, and, right. and it's so hard and difficult, you know, sometimes. Right. And and uh, and you go through habits where sometimes you think you're making yourself better, whether it's drinking right. or things like that. And it, you know, and those are like, like that's not just, a good way. You know, out, you know, really. just like like I say, you know, if anybody's listening to this, just just talk to your friend if you're feeling bad. Be right. honest with them. And if they don't want to hear it, they're not a good friend. I'll be a good. I'll be your friend. You know, like <laughs> yeah, uh, like. Right. People need to be there for other people more, right. you know. But also, I think people need to care about themselves, you know. And so, definitely, I think you know people shouldn't have their life controlled right. by caring about it because that's definitely a trap I fall in. I care about everyone so much and how they're doing, I get overwhelmed, you know. Right. Like you know, feeling like I have to be there for everyone, right. and then, yeah, and that can be stressful. But like you know, just just make sure you, you know you're around the right people you right. know like make sure the time you're putting in to make people feel better um is, is like you're you're you know it's worth something to them and then also yeah. you know that they're not taking advantage of you but like also right. you know make sure that they make you feel better and they like you for who you are because that's a huge thing you know right. like like i've had certain circumstances that have just caused divides in friend groups and like make sure you have friends that like no matter what you say, no matter what happens, no matter what's on the table, you know, no matter what somebody says about you, they're still gonna be there for you, right. no matter what. Because, because like I don't believe in lying to friends. I I think right. you should always be honest and or things even, like, like that. Playing mind games. Yeah, or exactly. Yeah. And 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 <laughs> you know, and I've had friends think I've, you know, have lied to them. You know, like I'm like if you're my friend, I'm never gonna lie to you. You know, right. that's that's not something you know. I, you know, people, sure, white lies might come in here and there for anybody, right. you know, like, say I don't want to hang out, oh, my stomach hurts, you know, like, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sorry, like, I might do that here and right. there with somebody, but, like, realistically, like, you know, just, I think it's important to be there for other people, you know, like, I agree, and, like, and, and even if you have, like, an issue with somebody, it's good to, yeah. instead of talking about them behind your back, just yeah. tell them in, like, an appropriate yeah. way, yeah, and a lot of your guests, I think, are, are great people, too, like, and, you yeah. know, like, Annie Neff is a phenomenal human being, right, now. shout out to Annie yeah. Neff, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Nick Hurley, great guy, you know. Yeah, he actually hasn't been on yet. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah we're, we're like, like I feel like yeah, he should be on. I, I feel know, like I Nick, tried to get yeah. him on one time, but he's like, oh, uh, I live in Athens. Yeah, he'll be on eventually. Michael Moore, you know, legend. Yeah, yeah he'll eventually. Be yeah, on. He, he should be on. We, we just brought him up. Uh, uh, but we've also had Emma Hag. Yeah, I haven't talked to person. her forever, but I, I know she. You know, she was always a good person. Yeah, but that's what's been fun about back to like these guests is like some of these people I barely talk. Like Emma yeah. Hagler, didn't, like distant acquaintance. Yeah, and yeah. now like we did this podcast, and I, I would consider her. Yeah, good, yeah. Like, shout out, friend. yeah. Shout out yeah. to Emma Hagler, cool uh, person. Back when we used to hang out, like, right? Five years ago. Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> yeah. So back in the day. But yeah, but like back to your whole thing. Like I also think another thing is like times change, people change. Like I think it's goofy to hold grudges with people like it's like it's good to give people i can't hold grudges i think it's a problem 
I know, it's not healthy. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, I feel like sometimes you need to hold grudges, you know, because if people, if somebody does you wrong, you right. know, but, like, I... But if it's something silly... If, yeah, it's something silly. Like, I can't, like, I... Right. I just forget about it. I'm just, like, it, move it also on. It's, like, whatever. Like, it's, like, time, too. Yeah, it's, like, whatever. And especially if you're willing to be there, you know, in trying to make up for something that right. has caused a grudge, then, you know, I'm willing to listen, you know? Right. Because cause the fact that you're taking your time, that means you care. So, like, right, yeah. if you care, you know, that's all you should need, you know, to, right. to make up with somebody, you know? Because, yeah, if you're just going to hold the grudge and not even confront for it, it's just silly. Like, yeah, you know, you're yeah, just wasting yeah, your time. Yeah. If the one so, thing, you know, you learn that's positive from, like, religion and stuff is forgiveness, you know? Right. Like, you know, I, I take the Bible, I, I'm not religious anymore, but, like, I, the Bible is still an important work of philosophy and how you should be, and right. how you should treat people. It's a great, you know, guide to how you should treat people. Not necessarily the New Testament, or the Old Testament, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's like, if, if, you know, that's if, like if, if somebody's, if yeah. somebody's gay, we should strike them down. Like, right, yeah. That's, like that's that. the crazy shit, you know, but like... <laughs> That's just like stories and stuff. That's that's the right. cool. If you're a kid, that's the cool. That's the pop, you know. That's the 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 pop, uh, popular you know section. Right, you know, that's like yeah. the young adult. You know, it's got the sticker in the uh, yeah it's yeah like the young adult sticker in the library. Um, yeah, Noah's yeah. Ark. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like uh, so. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's if you if you want a fun story. But uh, right. the New Testament and like other works by like philosophers you know even you know modern philosophers and you know like right i i think a lot of people should read plato's republic you know i think yeah. socrates is a genius you know understanding that conversation is often you know an educational tool like right. if it, sometimes reading socrates well technically plato um right. you can get frustrated you're like oh why is he always asking questions you know right. or and he's always like i'm not really saying anything you know i'm just asking questions and that's something people need to look at too right. you know are people really saying something or are they just asking the necessary questions or things like that yeah and so like uh, by asking a question i don't think anyone should ever be like hey you're saying this or that because you asked this question no but like no. but i think his way of of talking to people was just to try and better society he was trying to learn and, right. and figure out people to critically think yeah too. yeah right. and, and i think you know people should be more open to discussion and conversation yeah you know, i think that's like so right. important to building you know on yourself right. and building on you know true building your mind and everything becoming a better person right because it's like it's kind of back to social media like materialism is yeah. a horrible thing i think yeah. in the u.s like you can have like a house you can yeah. have your cars you can have like all your clothes all that stuff but like if you got rid of all that like if you woke up tomorrow with nothing like, yeah it's kind of exhilarating but you would still like if you if you talk to people or you make connections yeah. with people it's like you having these conversations you gain wealth of like okay what is this person like you can kind of understand like their perspective on things yeah. a little bit more and yeah just understand where they're coming from or their experiences yeah. and then yeah. apply that to your own life yeah. you know it's just important to like talk to multiple yeah. like not just your own clique too but like people outside exactly. of the clique too and yeah exactly right. yeah read yeah i'd say read pre-enlightenment philosophy once you hit the enlightenment okay. you get a little more there's a little more <laughs> ulterior motives right. you know what government system is the best system <laughs> i feel like you fall into a lot of that stuff you know right you know was I, there a lot of that stuff you read where it was like a light bulb went off and you're like Whoa, yeah right, yeah 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 crazy. that's some of the um yeah. god there's this was it no virgil is a uh playwright right i don't know yeah i, I think he is yeah there was there was one that i read 
and and I have the book. It came in like you know one of those black cover books. It's so lame for college. You're just like you're like fuck. You know, yeah. Like, why do I? You know, look at this book. No pictures. <laughs> no nothing. Uh, you know, not no even art, a cool. Yeah, yeah, not not even a cool cover. But At least like, Harry Potter has art. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. But but it's 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 so. It was talking about like the universe and space and all these super complex ideas. Right. That like to think that they even had or developed back then. You know, people just think. You know. Humans have been racist, sexist forever. Racism didn't really develop to the point that it's at until the 1400s with the Portuguese. You know, right. uh, uh, homophobia didn't quite develop until the the Reformation and then the Counter Reformation by the right. Catholic Church or the Catholic Reformation, as they would prefer <laughs> you call it. Right. Um. And, and and because like people used to not really care how other people were, you know, yeah, homosexuality was accepted in, in, in ancient Greece. I mean, right. so was slavery, but even their slavery would make, you know, modern slavery look like shit, Untamed, you know? Or, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, because yeah, their slavery was more like, you know, it, it was just more your position in society. Like, you right. could still have your own home, you know, you could still live your life to an extent. And I don't think it's the best way to live, you know, right. you're still, you still have to do everything you say you're you're almost forced into a job back then, so it's not necessarily right. like if you have a shitty boss, your life's gonna suck, and you don't really have any say about it, which blows. But you you still kind of got paid back then, but right. like, but like they 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 didn't judge like plays had you know homosexual characters, things like that. Like why you know the fact that like it's even an issue now, you know it's it's just because right. all that stuff came from like. Martin Luther and not Martin Luther King, but yeah, I know yeah, you're talking yeah, about and, the uh, guy who created the and, Lutheran uh, church, John or, Calvin, yeah. and uh, right and and all that stuff. That that shit fucked up the world. Right. Like all the that, religion and stuff. Yeah, I think. like yeah. I mean, uh, watch like I don't know, uh, like Castlevania or something. It's a cool anime on uh, Netflix. I mean, okay, you, like you just get to see like you know you see some of the behaviors of just, like, people in, like, that time period, you know, yeah. like, like, 1500s, 1600s, you know, that's, that's the time period where you get all the stories about Dracula, about werewolves, about these right. things, but it's all about persecution of evils, and, and that, yeah. that mindset carried over, you know, it was just a bigger expression of the mindset of those people, it was like, if you're yeah. not like me, you should be persecuted, and, right. like, yeah. that's where all that, you know, way of living and that combined with you know uh the portuguese exploiting western uh africa that just created the the horrendous you know position that we're in today you know right it created modern slavery yeah like a domino effect really because there's writing there's writing um it's super cool. You know, they yeah. used to, so they used to send missionaries, you know, Catholic missionaries. Again, this is pre counter reformation, so this is back yeah. when the Pope was, you know having sex with whoever he wanted, you <laughs> know, like the Borgias <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. And and that's that time was just a little different. Maybe even better, you know. Of course, you know, as like if you're Catholic or something, you don't want your Pope screwing everybody, but right. why not? Why not? Like what <laughs> if if he has sex with somebody, you think that's gonna change who he is? I don't care. As long as it's not a little child, like yeah, that other that yeah, other issue. Bad. As long as it's right. not that, you know, it's it's. Uh, that's the right. thing that you know, blows my mind. You know, it's just like why do we care about such dumb things like that? Why right. do we put so much time and energy into caring about 
things that are just like oppressive behaviors like and i'm gonna go back to it because i guess i didn't really explain it but like when those missionaries went to <laughs> when they went to japan that was right. bad they were like they, they that, that's when uh there's a there's a martin scorsese film about it uh what is it called? oh uh, silence or, or something or uh, um, I, oh, shoot. with uh adam driver um the dude from uh then the dude from uh are you talking uh, about black hacksaw no the oh, dude no, from like... hacksaw ridge Oh, what's his name? Driving. He was he was uh yeah, dude Andrew Spider Garfield. yeah the Spider Man dude and then it had a think <laughs> Christian Bale maybe and that movie was about so there was missionaries that went to Japan okay and then um they went and they were like hey you know be Catholic or you fucking suck and like right. be be my religion you know and the Japanese were like yo this is not how you do it because like one of the yeah. major ways the world united was actually through missionary work towards China because China yeah. was majority of the world's population at the time right. you know Europe wasn't shit and then they <laughs> united you know with the with the calendar and the things like that because right. China let them in like slowly and, and managed it but they were all about respect they learned Chinese culture they learned Chinese religion you yeah. know they didn't shit on Chinese religion right. you know because there wasn't because religion you know you can still believe in something but another person's religion just has just as much light because you right. gotta look at it not as you know maybe you're if you're believing in your religion you gotta look at it in the sense that the other one might not be wrong, but it might just be some good things to think about. Right. You know, it might be some. Look at it as philosophy. Then don't look right. at it as something trying to destroy you or like. Right. You, yeah. You know, and and but like when they went to Japan, they were like, no, fuck that. You know, you're all you're all wrong. <laughs> you're all wrong, and that went yeah. terrible. And right. so one of the missionaries went to the Japanese side and sold out a bunch of missionaries, and they basically hunted them out of you know persecuted all these missionaries right. and Catholic people out of Japan and you know I don't really blame them that much I mean persecution is an awful thing but like right. I can I can see their frustration and anger but, but like right. with the people in Africa right. they wrote you know they came in with the same thing that you know that's why a lot of the African kings started to take uh, Portuguese names because a lot of people came in with respect they were like right. these guys their craftsmanship's better than ours they they mm-hmm. often wrote about the furniture for some reason <laughs> they were like they make better doorways than us that was a big thing and, and like it's super, super yeah, weird but, it, they, they would, they would, yeah. but but then they also talked about how much women played a role in society right. and how much different it was and, and, and the power of that and, and no one looked at that like Ugh, like that's like <laughs> oh, that's awful like yeah. get them out burn them like no no <laughs> all that all those thoughts and ideas came when the Portuguese this tiny country who wanted to be just as powerful as all the other big countries started to exploit them you know it was originally a a deal that they would help an African king king of Congo um, Congo with a K uh, you know persecute you know not persecute you know destroy the other kingdoms around him so he could have power so that wasn't necessarily good but whatever they weren't destroying the culture they weren't like hey you know you're you're black you're worse than me and you know they weren't like that at first and and the portuguese never thought that they just brought up the racism just so they could have power you know it was an easier way to gain support right on the mainland you know mainland europe because they could write about whatever they wanted say whatever they wanted and people didn't have cameras things to see what was actually going on that they were normal people so they would just take whatever anyone said as reality and that that is so much power and then that's how you get king leopold you know the the infamous white man's burden text and, and and things like that like that all developed just from exploitation it didn't develop 
you know, man inherently thinking their race is better than another, you know. Right. Uh, and, and It's a slow development. You know, and I definitely time. think culture's, you know, important. You know, there's tests and statistics that show, you know, corresponding rates of, like, increase in diversity of communities has right. um, increased with school shootings. And so the, and right. they showed that there's a lower mental health when you're not around people of your culture. Right. Which... If you take a step back and don't think of it like, oh, hey, that's um, that somebody saying that is just trying to oppress other cultures. No, it's it's taking a step back, and if you look at it and you kind of think, well, hey, that kind of makes sense. If I'm coming home from school and everyone I walk by on the way home from school, you know, knows like thinks how I, you know, how I did when I was growing up, because right. you got to think culture isn't always as deep as necessarily, you know where you came from before you were in America. That's right. not necessarily like you and I were raised in similar cultures, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and say like, I mean, you've had the scenario where, where your, your parents divorced, right. You know, if you were living around people who didn't have any parents who divorced, you know, they like all the people you knew had <laughs> yeah. a perfect family. It'd be a lot do, harder. Yeah, do you think yeah. it would be harder? But if you were around people who all went through a similar thing that you did, yeah. life would be a lot easier. Right. So, so it makes sense. So, and some of the argument is, you know, forcing diversity isn't always the best thing. And, right. and I, I honestly agree with that. You know, if you allow people to act a certain way, well, eventually cultures merge together. You right. just got to take time. But like, you know, forcing things like that can often have a negative effect. You right. Know? And, 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 but again, it's not about people being inherently like, hey, you know, I don't like you because you're not my culture. You know, that all comes with, that's nurture, not nature. You right. Know? People like, uh, who was it? Was it Dickens? Who did, like, who, who's evil and like, are man, <laughs> man inherently evil? Not, not Dickens. Yeah, yeah. Who, what is some famous author? Was it Hemingway? What was the fly book? The fly book. Yeah, the. Oh, uh, I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's but all like, right. But yeah. like, is man inherently good or evil? You know. Right. And, and you know, obviously, there's instincts. Men have in, uh, instincts. You know, a baby. If you throw it in water, it's gonna float because it has an instinct to swim. Right. You know, and 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 survive. And so, yes, it's there, and, and we have, you know, a survival instinct. And sometimes right. the problem is is that survival instinct, you know, back to social media and everything, it's distorted. You know, what right. you think are the requirements to survive get distorted. And so your instincts are always going to be achieve those. But sometimes the best way to survive is, uh, and we're realizing it, is just to be good to one another. That's the best right. way to prolong humanity and be positive because we're realizing by only focusing on ourselves, by pressuring ourselves to be something, we're seeing a rise in mental illness. We're seeing a rise yeah. in things like that. And that's hurting us on our survival rating. So now we got to right. look at how do we make ourselves better people? How do we learn? So, you know, it's all, I mean, that's why you like to watch, you know, talk shows and things like that and learn things right. from people because you're trying to find out the better way to better yourself, to better survive. And, right. and none of that ever is like none unless it's a survival instinct which for some people it was in the south and in parts of america that was you know they thought that racism was what they needed to better themselves to put themselves above people right and 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 it wasn't that's not something that you just you know you're born like no that. yeah like you know you're not like you're yeah you're not yeah. when you're going to school as a kid you know to kill a mockingbird is such an important book because of this it teaches right. childhood innocence and i think yeah. that's something we need to preserve throughout our entire life 
right. childhood innocence. Now, not completely being naive and oblivious, it doesn't mean, you know, you learn right. things and you become wise and, and you, you learn to trust certain people and certain things. Yes, but, like, you should still always hold some sort of innocence to, to right. things. You know, I think... You should be always a good person. Yeah. Yeah, you should try to be a good person. Like, try to, because like, I think when you're positive or when you're nice to people, you're also happy. Like, yeah, as exactly. a result of exactly. it. You know what I mean? And, and so often. Because there's like, too many unhappy yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really sad. Like, I saw a statistic on Joe Rogan. I mean, the episode's two years old, so I'm sure it's probably gone up, but they were talking about happiness or whatever. And uh, but his guest said that 67% of Americans are unhappy. And I guess it's rising, oh, yeah. which I, is really horrible. I mean, it's believable, but it's but it, it's it, really and sad. And it comes from social media. Right. What is your standard of happiness? It right. gets distorted. What you right. think you need to be, which how you think you need to live in order to be happy, gets distorted. Right. And 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 it happens with movies, culture too. You know, like every movie that everyone likes is like the story Harry Potter. You know, he's the chosen <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. Everyone thinks they're the chosen one. Right. And and there's there's a lot of studies on that. Yeah. Exactly. And so. Everyone thinks they're the chosen one living some dream life that they're going to be, you know, spectacular and amazing. Right. Everyone wants to be heard. Everyone wants, you know, like, part of the reason why I want to do this podcast, I like talking. I like right. to be heard. But really, you know, you don't always need to be heard. You don't always need to be this or that to right. be happy. You know, finding happiness really just, you know, comes down right. to surviving you know comfortably and also being content with yourself back yeah, to exactly. the yourself yeah. thing yeah Jim Carrey has a great, great quote that said he like he wishes everyone could yeah. find their dreams and wealth and fame because they would realize that's not where you're going to find your sense yeah. of completion because like he exactly. obviously is super famous but he's still like oh I'm not yeah, like, and, and you've fully seen him, satisfied you've seen him make this 180 to where yeah. he, and where he's had this epiphany and now he does right. he does painting and his art is spectacular. Yeah, I love, he is I really love good. his art and, um, and he just wrote his new book. Yeah, like and, his the book's crazy. Yeah, yeah it looks really good. It, it's just do what you want, you know. Right. And read that stuff as inspiration. Don't read it as you know. Don't read his book as like, hey, I have to be like Jim Carrey to find exactly. Happiness. Read it as just in, inspiration. Of the fact that read it for entertainment. You know the fact right. that he did it you know this is what he's yeah, doing he's to make to himself his, happy like, so like so yeah. then do what he's doing if that if you think that's right. gonna make you happy but if it's not if you find it doesn't make you happy don't feel bad about it right you know just you know yeah, figure out what yeah. works for you yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah like just just be you know <laughs> just be you you know exactly and, and people are gonna accept you you know some people aren't and and then well, don't that's worry problem, about them right if, if people aren't gonna accept you don't go on social media you know if you're right. afraid of that because you don't need to be accepted on social media to be happy exactly you know like if if you're if you're transgender if you're this or that you know jk rowling's getting a lot of crap you know i i support the free speech movement you know that ricky gervais has jumped on right and she's on it too but i also think jk rowling's an idiot you know she she wrote great novels but right she's lost her like her political stance i think she's gone right. off the rocker because she she was so f like feminist that it right was discriminatory you know to right transgender people to things like that and people need to realize things like that when they're when they're trying to vouch for their movement you know for like black lives matter for for the for the feminist movement for me too for for like even movement for men you know right you got to look at it you know are you trying to achieve equality or are you trying to achieve 
privilege or, or better because certainly that yeah. can make your life better if you have privilege but how does that affect other people right you know and so like don't look to social media then you know don't those right. things yes. are just going to be the, the 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 fire or the or the right. wood to the to fuel burn. yeah the fuel the fire. yeah right like you don't you don't need that you know? exactly you you just you just need friends. You just need right. family. And if you can't find those, you will find some. And if you don't want friends or family, be alone. Right. Be, you know, just do And try it. to be positive. Don't yeah, try be it. cynical yeah. and negative yeah. about yeah. stuff. I feel like that's you know? everyone, you know. Because that's the easy oh, thing to God. do. People just get mad at the littlest things. Like, right. when I used to work at a pet store, a lady got so angry at me because I didn't have her dog food anymore. You know, I, I worked at yeah. a corporate company and I can't right. control what dog food I get. Right, in. you have no power. And, and because, yeah. because it's no longer convenient for you because a lot of people don't like breaks and routines, you know. That's why right. people, you know, get scared about government decisions and stuff because they don't like change, you know. Yeah. Because because people like to adapt, you know. It's a, we adapt to survive, and when you adapt right. to something and change comes, that causes us to have to recalibrate and adapt again. Right. And sometimes that's stressful or different. We don't want to do that, so we try and you know push away change, push away, you know, and, and often with change comes growth and things. Right. And, and we try and. Just swipe that all away. I always tell people, you know, use the word improve more. People won't get mad at you, you know. Right. Because if you try and say, hey, let's improve this, they don't think you're completely wiping the floor with their ideas. Right. But if you say, hey, let's change this, they're like, oh, what's wrong with right. what I said, it, you, you know. like getting rid of an idea completely. Yeah. That's um, good. Yeah. I um, agree with that. But, uh, yeah, it's, you know, just, right. again, just be you. Stop. Be who you are. Yeah. Stop. You know. Stop trying to be. You know. Something. You know. You're going. Right. You're going to be great. You don't realize. Like everyone thinks they have to be a celebrity to be great. You're going to be great. The impacts you make right. on every person you meet are so huge. Often to those people, right. you don't even realize. You know. The, the no impact is small. You know because right. because each impact you make can result in possibly saving somebody's life, making somebody better. Right. You know, if you value human life so much, then why are you so concerned about, you know, having to impact more than one person? Because right. if, you, if you really care about people, you should only feel like impacting one person is enough. You know? Right. Like, you, you just, you know, I'd say that should be a goal in everyone's life. Make an impact on at least one person, a positive impact. Yeah, every day. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Or just, or just the same person your entire life. Just, right. you know, don't That's make it, don't make a negative, yeah. yeah, don't make a negative impact on other people. Right. You know, like, wow, you're making this one positive impact, obviously, that's not good, but just, just be, like, you should be happy even if you made one impact right. on somebody, you know. Yeah, even a good tip for happiness, I think if you surround yourself with, yeah. like, I try to avoid negative people, or yeah. at least if, like, they are negative, and yeah. I, know I have to see them, I, like, limit when I yeah. see them, because yeah. I know they're just gonna bug me but worse is when you're talking to someone and they just keep picking like, yeah. at your conversation yeah. like oh well actually like we're just all cynical yeah about exactly it. yeah so why like what are yeah. you trying to accomplish yeah, exactly here, you know? yeah like you're doing your podcast like people right. should be like hey like let me listen to it let me like do that like right just go support other people because then you those people are going to come and support you right you know? like yeah just just those positive impacts each one you make you know you better yourself and you better right. other people Exactly. Yeah. Cause yeah, like I mean, like I like the podcast, but it's not like I'm trying to get a bunch of views. Like I'm just doing this as a hobby. Because like even like meeting up with people afterwards, like you can still talk to the person. It's a lot of fun to just reconnect with people. But thankfully, everyone I reached out to, 
Except for one person, for the most part. Everyone's pretty responsive. Like, we were like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll be on the podcast. You know, like, yeah. Annie Nuff, I didn't talk to her for two years. And she's like, oh, I'll do the podcast. You yeah. Know? Just, but, fuck it. Right, yeah, it's just, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. You know? Are there it's, any people you want to call out to do the next one? Oh, to do the next Well, actually, I have, like, two people. Okay. That, like, I already sketched, I planned it who's out. Who's up next? Uh, there's this kid from Watterson. His name's Scott. Like, I, okay. yeah, I don't think you know who he is. What's his last name? Scott Kemmerly. Maybe, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he runs the same Brendan. He's a big okay. movie. He likes okay. movies, there yeah. But yeah. He, he was, like, we were friends, like, in school. Yeah. We kind of hung out. Yeah. But he, like, heard about the podcast because of yeah. Annie, and he's like, oh, like, I want to be on your podcast now. Yeah. And then after him, I'm trying to get Joe Blazer. Okay. Yeah, because, like, I don't, and he's I somebody. Love, I haven't talked like, to Joe forever, but, oh, right. my God, what a great person. What a Real, great, yeah, like, he's a like, distant a, acquaintance. Like, a you know? fun just a fun right. human, you know, just right. a person who I think, like, he's, if, if he were to ever listen to this, he'd probably be like, what the fuck, like, I can't believe, <laughs> I can't, but like, you know, like, you know, right. he, I felt like he always tried to be positive right. to people, you know, and, 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 he, for example, like, his Instagram, I love Joe Blazer's Instagram, one of my favorite, really? literally, one of my favorite Instagram cool. people that I follow, you know, I just, I, I love all the stuff yeah. he does, you know, he, he takes cool pictures, he, he's cool to follow, you know, like, right. and, and that's the thing, you know? Yeah, but, like, it's back to my point. And I think I people should talk him, about that more, you know, like, right. you barely know him. I haven't talked right. to him in years, but, like, look at but all But I want to have him on yeah, so like, look, talk and, to and, Yeah, and look at all this, yeah. these positive things I can say about him, and he'd probably right. be like, wow, I didn't even realize I made that impact on somebody. Right. But, like, really, I think people need to, to talk more, you know, about, right. like, all the things, like, you know, Annie Neff phenomenal person you know right. you know emma Hagler, great you know well, always even the earlier guests like matt lamb Patrick yeah Lund, oh my god great Ma- people. matthew yeah. lamb i love matthew yeah he's a great like, guy one of the nicest guys i've ever met and and, and then patrick too so smart super right. fun guy always always willing to you know be nice you know right. before just anything be kind else. To people. just be kind right. both of those people right just such kind people and and i went to school with with patrick for a little bit right. <laughs> and then and matthew came up and visited and that right. was and that was fun he's he's you know he's a person that you could go years without talking but it doesn't matter because, right. because he's still gonna be nice to you and and, yeah. and i didn't even know like apparently uh you know, his family and my family went back a little bit, like they were neighbors or something. Um, yeah, and my so grandparents' yeah, history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but That's like, cool. but it's just it's it's just be positive to people. You know? Right. Even if if you heard somebody did something awful, go like don't hold go, grudges. Yeah, don't yeah. don't talk to them. Like say say right. somebody like like shit like you know like <laughs> like the real bad people like like Ted Bunny. Those are people who like kill people and then right. like. They admit to it because they want the glory in, in some part. Yeah. There's a lot of people who may have killed somebody or may have done something so awful, but they were honestly just heavily misguided or there was a right. circumstance that you don't know about that, right. that's why. And obviously they did an awful thing, but it doesn't necessarily make them an awful person. You know, yeah. you can you can gain positive things from anybody and, and right. trying not to hold back, you know. Because you can learn something yeah, from their story. Yeah, you know? exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because like back to the gr- like the person who rejected me, I think she has a grudge with me. Yeah. From high school. Who, who was it? No, right, I'm not gonna. I don't want to name drop. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Because I mean, like this, the goal. I don't want to like gossip about people. Yeah. On yeah. Podcast, yeah. No, I think, I think that's mean? good. I think like I respect. Well, people. I was I was gonna say like, maybe I have some positive things to say about them, but. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you actually might. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. know. The thing about this person, like, I don't even know. if They're probably not listening. Yeah. But you know, I don't want to like 
call them out. Yeah. Because you know, it's like, I, I don't know what they're like now. I'm sure it completely changed yeah, since and I high think, school. But yeah. So. I also think this this podcast, you know, you don't even realize. I think the more <laughs> the more guests you get, the bigger audience. Like, this could yeah. be something good for a lot of people. Because I think right. there's, there's a lot of us, you know, who all grew up in the diocese and we all right. knew different people and because we were in this big diocese we knew each other from that but also right. people went so many different ways because right. you can have so many ways you go mm-hmm. from you know because all the schools are spread out and, yeah you, know, you can and either then, come together yeah. at water center st charles or you right. can or to sales or you can you know go off to a public school like i yeah. did or something like that but all these people you know we still know each other at the end of right. the day or we did know they were each a part other. of our lives yeah exactly yeah. and then uh, like i I like when I saw that you had Annie Neff and Emma on. I was like, wow, that's so that's crazy, cool. you know. Yeah. And, and I've talked to Annie, you know, a couple times over over the years, and, and right, and um, she's probably one of the few. But uh, I mean, just just like it's it's nice to kind of see, you know, where everyone's right. at, you know. It's interesting for sure. Yeah, and, yeah. and if like somebody was mean to me, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, because I was in the past. You know, like know. like like you know, I I I had things with people. You know, I, I don't. Want to name names, but right, like, of course, I, I'm sure yeah. like anyone who would, like attended ICU would know, like, but like, or, yeah. like, or anyone who knew me at the time would know, like, people that I right. obviously would like and not like. But now I, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, times change, people yeah, change, care. right? Yeah. Like I like if you if they came and talked to me, like I'm gonna be just like like one yeah. person I I saw uh, like I want to say a year or two ago, uh, Kate Passwater. She's she's super nice. Right. Um, uh, you know, and, and uh, I've hung out with, you know, Peter Weislogo, Jack Kozlowski, and all them right. since. You know, me and Peter are hopefully going to hang out soon. And, and it's just, you know, it's... And I think, you know, sadly how, you know, how it came, you know, Colin's death brought together a lot of people. Real, a lot of people yeah. realized that this was no longer, you know, it's it's not a popularity right. game. It's not a... It's, it's not about that. This it it's became it became It became something yeah. bigger because you don't know when when you could lose somebody you don't right. know you know when something tragic like that could happen it was eye opening and i think it made yeah. i think it made everyone who knew him better you know right and, and like what an amazing person he was you know and and, and like yeah. because of how good he is i try and carry that energy you know colin always knew if somebody was sad and like, right. and you didn't know how he knew, but he always came at the right time. Like if you felt right. a certain way, that he was there for you, and if you wanted to talk, he would listen, and right. he would have a conversation with a smile on his face, the entire time. And like, right, to lose somebody like that is so, especially and such a, young a, a age. part of yeah, right. a, a part of such an amazing family who's always right. there for so many people. Right, like that, you know. It's I think really it, horrible. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. horrible, but, it, but there's positives. You know, it right. brings people, you know, together. And, and uh, I'm just happy to see, you know, a lot of... Uh, I was so happy to see how many people came out. Right. You know, that was, you know, amazing. And so, right. you know, I saw a lot of people I hadn't seen, seen in years. years right. you know, like, yeah. Wasn't Robbie James there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, people like Bella Bush, I think I saw. Right. You know, like Emma Hagler, Annie... All those people like that I hadn't seen in years. I was like, I was just happy to see them right. there because like that's you know it's he powerful. meant so much to me yeah. you know and so I was glad that he meant so much to other people as well. So right, yeah. I mean, I I remember you know that night was such a terrible night. You know, yeah. I I, I 
cried that night, and I didn't even know he had yeah. died. I didn't even know he passed away, and I wow. I, I was just yeah, sad. I just I just cried, and it didn't make and sense. Morning, I didn't, and then, and then yeah. I get a text at like four in the morning from Ava Crawford, you know, that Colin had passed away, right. and, and I just like I broke. I called I called my dad yeah. the next day, you know, like and and I had my friends from UA texting a group chat. They were like, "Did you hear about?" this because some of my friends were with him from UA that right. night and they were like did you hear and, and I was like hey, yeah that was my best friend growing up like one of my best friends right. and, and like sad yeah it's you know it, it is but you know to see all the good that's come from it is, right. is see that's the thing that's the impact he made on the world and right. that's like what people need to realize you can make an impact you know in such a short amount of time it doesn't need to be you know you don't need to be super famous right yeah because you know like everyone who was there was impacted by him and so like right you can have that impact just be good to the people around you you right be good to everyone you meet and and you'd be surprised the impact you have right so yeah i i I was really you know that was something really tough was that one of the hardest things you've experienced um i i've had some tough things happen this year that only certain people know about, but, right. um, uh, that was definitely, you know, I mean, it, right. it, it affected my college, you know, and, it, but yeah. like, it was also, you know, you felt like, like, I felt like a lot, I lost a part of me when he passed away, right. you know, whether we were super in touch or not, I felt like he was a big part of your life. Yeah. No matter what, you right. know, because, it, you know, he was the one who always would come over and you know and I was you know because my parents would be so annoying about people coming over to my house all the time and and right he but he was always allowed no matter what and you know I was always allowed at his house whenever and and the amount of nights we spent at each other's houses I couldn't even count right and 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 the amount of days we spent together you know and we were always just so competitive with one another you know we made each other better people because we were always you know we we were always at the same level you know in, in athletics and so it was always like this competition you know right yeah, like a rivalry. Yeah, so. and like the funny thing is, is like every time I had long hair, he had short hair, and every time he had long hair, I had short yeah. hair. Yeah, it's kind of like there's always like something, you know, and just to, I think the hardest thing is the days when I come and like I'm like shit. I wish I could text him right now. You know, I wish I right. could just talk to him again. You know, mm-hmm. that is the hardest. I think. Um, the the some of the most pain I feel is when I'm in situations like that when I'm really at a loss and I feel like he right. could be there he could be there to help me and I can't you know communicate right. with him and so yeah you know do you think about that like all the time about calling like every day or um for a I while mean, for it was a while, like it right. was every day like for a year and a yeah, half yeah like a day doesn't go by you don't yeah yeah and, right. I, and well i mean i wear his bracelet every day and so right i mean that helps but i every time i'm in a bad situation every time i'm out partying maybe too and i'm and i'm drinking or every time i'm about to make a decision or do things i always think, think you know Colin. what would he do right you know you know and i always think you know he's with me when i'm making right. these decisions you know he's wow you know, I think about that all the time. Yeah. And, and, and it's something so huge, you know. Right. Like, he probably, you know, him and my grandfather, you know, their deaths are probably the 
biggest impacts, you know, right. in my life, and, and they've changed me, you know. Because they were such great for, for, people. Yeah, for right. the better, you know, like, and, and, Definitely. and it goes for a lot of people, like, if you were to pass away, that would crush me, and right. a lot of, you know, I, I right. care about people a lot, and then I right. hate to see anything happen, and then not just happen, you know, not just losing them, but, you know, I hate to see the pain that their families have right. to feel, you know, exactly. You know, like with you know the Peyton tragedy, like that was terrible. Yeah, I know. And I I knew people who were close to her, and just like you know, that is something that no one should have to deal with, and no one should have to deal with the guilt. Like I knew a lot of people struggled with the guilt because she. I know she texted some people before, and there was some signs, but like that's something that you can't, you can't blame yourself. You can't blame yourself um, because you know you're you're limited at your age of what you can even do right and 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 you don't always know the best thing for other people and it's hard to know how sick other people are sometimes so right like you really you know you can't blame yourself for stuff like that you just right. have to take you know you just have to now take what you've learned but also take what they've given you, you know, right because you know all the positive things that they've like granted from their life you know you got to take that and you got to make sure you know you know you make a positive impact with it, you know? Yeah, carry on their legacy. Yeah, because they're still around, you know? Right. They're still around because they're still around in you and not necessarily right. spiritually. You don't got to look at it like that, but... They're a part and, of your life. Yeah, and the way know? they thought, yeah. you know, they helped shape you. Yes. You know, like yeah. the school you went to helped shape you, whether you like right. it or not. And and that, you know, that me- their life is still going and you just, it's your job now to carry it forward, you know, the good right. and positive things. And so... I think, you know, that's an uh, important thing for some people to, you know, look at that situation. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. it's definitely, you know, an awful situation. And, for sure. And, well, and, yeah, I mean, thank you for opening up yeah, and talking yeah, about and it. And I'm sure that's hard, you know. Yeah, and if people are, you know, don't know about it and if anybody listens, I mean, I hope that anybody who listens definitely, you know, comes out and tries to support the the Wyatt family, you know, uh, I don't right. know if there's going to be a Colin Classic this year, obviously, with Corona and everything, yeah. but uh, I think... But, I mean, they're know, making progress with, like, the trial, it yeah, seems, right? Yeah, yeah. They, it's... It, all that's a slippery slope, and that's that stuff is gruesome. That stuff yeah. crushes you. Right. Going through things like that are some of the hardest things right. you can go through. Uh, going through, I know, like their family, it's yeah. probably awful. Yeah, I mean, they probably don't go a day without There's the, thinking about the, it. The thing know? that's worse than death, I can guarantee, is is definitely the 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 case and things like right. that. Because those things, because you you just get reminded constantly. You have to relive relive you know right those that pain for so long yeah it's horrible because you want that payoff in the end but it's it's you know the legal system is so fucked that it's just takes so long well it takes long and it's just about you know the fact that the way lawyers exist you know right they you make more money the better you're able to exploit the legal system and and avoid justice right and 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 that's you know what ends up causing people so much pain because right. you know if if justice were really always served there would be a lot less pain and I think in the world because right because you know I've had you know things I've been involved in and and you know I've had my name you know tarnished and slashed and stuff before right and uh, and you know and I've forgiven people but like you know you can't the pain that you get from that. Like, it's it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, and and you try and fight for yourself, and sometimes nobody will listen, and and, right. and you have no chance of winning, even though you know, 
what happened or knew what you know was going on in it that is a crushing feeling that is a crushing feeling feeling like you cannot get closure you know that the right. other side that caused you so much pain is getting off scot-free and and you know and and also you know it's a hard thing to look at too you know some of the you know the you know were the people who led to colin's death you got to look at it like i was angry are they really bad people though i, I mean i know some of the people who were being right. accused um uh, are they really bad you people? gotta think was it their goal they're, they're, for they're, this to yeah they're, they're, no, it's not their I goal mean, and they were young and they probably went through the same thing that they were right know, subjecting them yeah. to and, and that's what a lot of people gotta look at you know it's like it's like like with racism or anything it's like right is it, is it them or is it the institution that's causing it do right. we go after the individual person or do should we go after what shaped that behavior right and, and i think that's what we need to look at more in a lot of situations right. like is somebody really bad or are they just you know is it institution? are they just right. ignorant you know do they not right. really know do they not think they they're were not bad? properly yeah. educated yeah right and that's something you know that's important to look at before people go around like messing people's lives right. up yeah ruining lives forever because that seems to be the goal these days people just want people's lives ruined forever and obviously yeah i see you know with the wines perspective you know their lives are changed forever but right you know, um it's it hurts to forgive people but sometimes you just have to you know right. there's a lot of closure that comes with it and a lot of pain that goes away that comes with it right but, i mean yeah. I, yeah human beings are probably best when we give each other a second chance you know, back to this grudge stuff, you know, you can't, like, you can't, um, just, like, block people out for past mistakes, especially if it's been, like, 10 years or something like that. I mean, I definitely, yeah. I've, I've held grudges with people. I'm not, like, me yeah. and my dad don't have the greatest relationship, yeah. and, yeah. like, I struggle with that, yeah. for instance, yeah. but, uh, you yeah. know, I, you gotta try to, like, yeah. lead with love and not, yeah, like, exactly. anger yeah. and, and hate, and so I, you gotta try know, to be I know better some, with that. some about that, and, and, you know, and, 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 you know, I feel, because obviously, and it's hard, you know, because right. obviously I have a relationship with your dad, too, and and, right. and, and mine's different from yours, and it's, yeah, it's, it's all about to, perspective, uh, yeah, too. Yeah, and it's trying to understand, yeah. you know, and, and is, is he a really bad person? No. no. But is he, you know, maybe just misguided or not? Right. Really no, you know, always what he, like, what, like, it's hard to know all the time, you know what pain you might be causing or what uh or what pain they experience yeah exactly yeah Yeah. and so um and it's hard to you know but like as a father and as somebody like that you should you know i think more parents and stuff need to be you know realize that if you're going to bring a kid in the world you got to be prepared to be there for them you got to be prepared to put yourself aside for a little bit right you know because because if you want the joy of raising a child you know you you need to understand you know sometimes that's going to put some of your own stuff on hold right and i think a lot of people don't realize that when they jump into certain you yeah. know, circumstances you know like you know even with my father right know, certain, certain things like that you know and i think a lot of people's relationships with their parents struggle because of that right you know because they they're more for focused on themselves sometimes rather than you know right they're they're child so right it's it's yeah i mean definitely an interesting conversation yeah, right yeah. so but uh yeah i mean we touched on some pretty good points yeah um i yeah. think this is a good 
place to yeah, end it yeah, it I seems so, yeah. so uh, yeah thank you again for opening yeah, of up course yeah calling i, I, I love this yeah and, I, and maybe i'll be back maybe i'll come back yeah we might do like a reunion yeah, yeah. like season yeah, <laughs> well, not, yeah, well, maybe bring on a couple guests yeah i know yeah nick hurley wanted to do it with like yeah. multiple people yeah, and yeah stuff. i'll do it with nick i'll do yeah, it that'd be pretty I'll, I'll do it with annie i'll do it with whoever right. you know like right just yeah, it's it's good to just have this conversation because this helps people. Yeah, know? it's good to have deep conversations, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, this helps me. This helps you. You know, like it's yeah. Yeah, and even people listening too, it's like older yeah. people think like, oh, kids our age are just glued to their phones. Yeah, well, no, yeah. we actually think. Yeah, you know, we do. Yeah, <laughs> we actually do. have thoughts. You yeah, know. Yeah. So. so. All right, well, everybody, thank you for enjoying. Ethan, do you have any final closing statements? Uh, I think if I go on, if I have to say anything, I might go on forever. So <laughs> yeah. I think I might leave it. But yeah, I just want to thank you for even giving me the opportunity so okay yeah well thank you for being on the show um all right guys well yeah thank you so much for little guys and gals you know we're not gonna gender it just yeah yeah, but you know what i mean yeah thank you guys for listening i just did it again well whatever thank you for listening to a podcast i mean if you made it this far you're a real one hopefully you stuck around um tune in for the next episode i'm gonna try to get it up by the end of the week so uh as always just peace and yeah yeah peace out so yep